Got the hurricane is uh, barreling towards the coast, Dylan. It's Dean Leggy, Dylan Weber, another edition of Riding Home. Georgia getting back to it. Got hurricanes. We got a post Labor Day uh, practice on Tuesday, uh, and there was got not. Th what's that? We got sunny skies in Athens. It, like there's not. There's nothing wrong in Athens, um, nope. but definitely coastal Georgia, the Carolinas, and obviously Florida. Uh, preparing for what could be a lot of rain more than anything else. What? What? Uh, there was someone missing at practice today. Why don't you go into what you saw just real quick? Well, I, I'm not exactly sure if he was missing, but um, I did not see Adam Anderson. There are some conflicting opinions on it. Um, my guess is that he's probably all right. Maybe he came to practice late. He was with the scout team last week. Um, and it's not like it would be – you know, huge news on this Georgia team. That outside linebacker position is very well stocked with players. But um, someone yeah, that but if, if Adam Anderson is not on, I mean, you wouldn't immediately think of him as being on the scout team. No, I mean, that's, that's true, too. I mean, whether he's there or not or whether he's on scout team, it is some news. Uh, when he played last year, I thought he played pretty well. And I thought he would be a player on this team. Um, you know, maybe not a significant contributor, but a contributor at times. Right. Um, but scout team was a little surprising to hear. But once again, I mean, you just got guys, you know, a whole list of players in front of him. Um, you know, that outside linebacker room is kind of hard to break through right now. It is. Speaking of the hurricane, by the way, there's a, there's a bunch of schools. I mean, Charleston Southern uh, has already gone to South Carolina this week for their game with 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 the with the Gamecocks. Uh, Coastal Carolina has uh, already gone to Greenville, South Carolina, to practice up there. They will depart for Kansas later this week. Nobody else yet uh, that I'm aware of has has announced that they're you know have, they sort of have issues. But um, it is interesting. You know, Georgia has very very rarely been thrown into a you know chaotic situation like that. Um, and I just wonder how they would react to it. You don't, you, you know, in Athens, we don't deal with hurricanes. Um, you can get the aftermath no. of them, obviously, but schools near the coast, certainly in, um, the Southeastern coast deal with it all the time. There's no line, by the way, for this game out yet. Is that interesting to you? I mean, if you look at for, for, for Georgia Murray state. Yeah, I know it's, I mean, it's, that's a one double a school, but yeah. But you know the the interesting thing here. There's two two lines that are interesting to me at least. Uh, number one is that Clemson has gone from being a 19 and a half point favorite to a 17 point favorite. So they dropped two and a half points. That's something that's halfway interesting. It might it might bubble back to 18, but 19 and a half seemed like a lot. And then the other one, there's actually two other ones that are halfway interesting. I know we we talk gambling here occasionally. Vanderbilt is a seven-point dog to Purdue on the road. And then the one that is even more sh sort of, I don't know if shocking is the right word, West Virginia is a two-touchdown underdog at Missouri. What the? Actually? And Missouri just lost to Wyoming? to Wyoming on the road, but they lost to Wyoming. Now, what is going on? That line, by the way, has moved a couple of points in Mizzou's favor, but anyway, two back touchdowns? two touchdowns. Back to the dogs, uh, and 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 one one thing that was going on with West Virginia. I mean, they've barely won this week. 
against James Madison, a school not so far from them. Uh, so, and they yeah, got a new head coach and all this stuff. But uh, golly, I mean, Missouri, as bad as they have been, um, that ain't going to work so hot. Okay, back to the dogs. Any other stuff that you noticed from practice uh, today in Athens? Um, something interesting. DeAndre Swift is wearing a new helmet. That kind of stood out to me. He's wearing a Revo Speed today, and not the the normal kind. Of, I think the shut that everyone's begun wearing. Um, I'm not sure what that's about or why, but it's just kind of something that stuck out to me. Um, what about the Nerf football? Dan, yeah, Dan Lanning was using Nerf football today, and I was looking at the defensive line, and I looked over and. Well, he had two in his hands, and I was like, "Holy shit, I gotta check this out." It's like, why? Why would they be using their footballs? I don't know. So I went over, and basically they were just working on um, batting balls down while passing or rushing the passer. Yeah. And Dan Lanning, as soon as they would get around the dummy, he would basically just peg him with it. Well, and their football, their football is much more forgiving, as we all know, than a yeah. leather pigskin. Um, but it. You know, it's it's just a curious time of year where there's a lot of snap things that come up. Watched Notre Dame last night. I was actually at the U.S. Open last night, but watching Louisville and Notre Dame at the same time, uh, monitoring Louisville and Notre Dame. Did you get a chance to watch the Irish? Yeah, I was watching most of the game. Um, first half was just kind of slow. Um, they, they bounced back second half and looked all right. Uh, looked good even, but... I don't know. I, I am not very do, sold on Louisville's team. No, Louisville's terrible. But do we, do we generally speaking, when we watch teams, always just sort of shit on them, no matter who we're watching? I mean, you see the mistakes. I, I did not think that Notre Dame would allow that many rushing yards. I'll say that. I know, I know it was not the way that Georgia plays, but still. Of course, because I, I think and I, you see this a lot with just people who uh, critique and talk about sports, I think it's easier just to find things, to, like you said, shit on than to find yeah. more compliments in yeah. teams. And, and it makes for better content, I guess, um, to say, oh, like this team sucks at this and this and this. And, and I think it's easier to point out. And, and I, I try to avoid that, but of course it's, it's very easy to become a victim of that. Yeah. Do you think, though, after watching that um, and the kind of Tit for tat that Notre Dame and Louisville got into with those fumbles. Do you do you think that um, uh, do you think that they have the guys to stick with Georgia on the offensive line? That that or excuse me in the line of scrimmage. That's what I would really worry about for a Notre Dame person. No, I and mean, that's I think probably the biggest thought I had during that game was just they maybe can for a half. I, I think it, it could be one of those games where it's close at halftime. Georgia looks like the better team, but they're only up three or something. Yeah. And in that third quarter, they kind of just start to run away with it. I, I, I think that could be what we could see out of that game um, because I just don't think Notre Dame has, like you said, the, the personnel to keep up with Georgia on the line of scrimmage. That's the part that's going to be interesting is can, you know, is Georgia as good as everybody thinks they are on the offensive line? Or is this a mirage? And, um, you know, if you go to dogpost.com, D-A-W-G-P-O-S-T.com, a lot of discussion this week about the Notre Dame situation, about, you know, because, you know, Georgia's not going to lose these next two games. Um, 
so it really does make sense to, to, to talk about this Notre Dame game from here on out. But it does seem like folks are figuring out how um, to give this game to Georgia already. I mean, I think they're going to have to play better than they did against Vanderbilt. Although I, I will say, I do think yeah. Georgia, I think Georgia played pretty well against Vanderbilt and left two touchdowns on the field. And yeah, I I, I didn't think they played bad. I mean, those first three touchdowns seemed incredibly easy. Yeah. Um, why is this person stopping here? There's no yield sign, dude. Keep going. Um, but yeah, they scored three touchdowns really easy. And the defense I thought looked really good. They stopped the run pretty well. Um, you know, for the most part, there wasn't any really big plays on no. Vanderbilt's part. Well, there weren't any big plays period. Yeah. I mean, I mean what did I, what did the, I miss the, on that deal? Were there, were there big yeah. plays in that game and I missed it? I watched every single play. I mean, Demetrius Robertson touchdown called back. Right, that was, it doesn't uh, you count. Know, that was there, but it got called back. Yeah. Um, James Cook touchdown was like 16 yards out. I mean, so red zone. I guess. That not, but, big, but is that a big play? That's my question. Hmm. No, probably not. I'm talking about 20 yard, you know, deals. You know, explosive, uh, yeah. game changing uh, situations. You just didn't get that with that game from Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt just never really seemed to be able to do anything, man, off- offensively. No. They couldn't. They just I, – I would go – I wanted to go back and look. I haven't, I haven't looked yet. But to, I wonder if they had a play over 15 yards. Uh, my, I wonder. I mean, my suspicion because, is because no. Is that a face mask and a late hit? I don't know. Right. Now, those those, are, those yeah. are not, you know, plays, I guess you could say. I'm, I'm going to go real quick and, and look at that while we're talking. You know, Jake. What at what at what stage here are we going to see? Uh, I was at what stage are we going to see Stetson Bennett? I mean, at what stage? Because you need to roll your number two in there at some point. Uh, well, at, I mean, I think against Murray State would be a perfect time. No question. And younger guys that didn't play, is there going to be a time that we should expect to see them? I mean, what I'm what I'm asking is, what should we look for that's different this week that than than last week? Is there anything well, particularly? I mean, I wonder if Jake Fromm will get pulled at halftime, honestly. Yeah. And, and I know someone asked Kirby about playing young players yesterday, and he said, oh, you're, you're assuming a lot. And, yeah, I think we are assuming a lot, but I think we are rightfully doing so. <laughs> and, um, you know, I think Stetson will probably play most of the second half, if not all of the second half. Um, I mean, Vander really. Vandy only had 109 yards total passing. That's just that's just that's well, that, really that's really yeah, bad, man. And that, that's not what you want at all. No, and their, their quarterback was not nothing. The most explosive play for Vanderbilt was a 23 yard 23 yard run. The longest uh, passing play was 16. Neither quarterback for Vanderbilt had 100 yards. Riley Neal was sacked twice. I, I don't know. I mean, you lose Kiaris Jackson for a little bit of time, but was that the reason why Tyler Simmons was was taking punts? Um, Has everyone that, skipped past that? I don't think so. That's probably why he started taking them all at the end. But he was – I think they were kind of splitting it. They're kind of in the same sense that, that Terry and Nicole would split it over the past couple of years. I think maybe that was the idea with Kiaris and uh, Tyler Simmons. But then Kiaris got hurt, so it was kind of like, well, Tyler, take it all. 
Um, you know, by the way, you had Rodrigo with uh, seven kickoffs, five of which were touchbacks. Um, well, and, and, he, he, played, and Kirby he played really well. Kirby commented, and I think they probably could have all been seven touchbacks, but Kirby was like, well, we kind of wanted to work on some um, you know, kickoff coverage and stuff, and, and he said that Rodrigo might have been a little upset with that because he just wants to kick it as far as he can. He just, you know, this this thing is about Rodrigo making the kicks in in big moments, and if he if he will do that, you know Georgia will probably win the SEC. And well, then, he he drilled a fifty yarder this week. Yeah, Three, good but, first step. But, but in game game, and and I'm not hating on Rodrigo, man. He's earned everything he's got up there. But it's you know it's go time is when it matters. And that's, you know, when he, you know, he missed that kick against Alabama this year. Excuse me, in December, that was a killer. That really hurt them. Um, but that didn't cost them the game. It was just a thirty-one yarder, and then he sh- you know, he should have made it. Um, you gotta make that, yeah. All right, look, let's wrap it here. We're gonna have something on Vince Dooley a little bit later in the week. Dean Leggy, Matt, De- well, Matt DeBerry, and I will have that. Uh, later in the week, uh, you are going to see Zach Evans. Yeah, I will leave for Houston on Thursday morning. And Matt is going to see Kylie Ringo and Darnell Washington this weekend. So very, very busy. Uh, stay tuned to Dog Post, dot com uh, for more. Dylan, thanks for being here, and we'll see everyone on the website.